Last week, and now here we are in Judges, the fifth chapter, and you have an entire chapter that is dedicated to the praise of the Lord, which really is what we've done tonight. I did not do this accidentally. When, when there is great victory, then God's people ought to stop and take time to take note of that. And so what happens is in Judges chapter 4, uh, Sisera is dead. And uh, so uh, as a result of that, the children of Israel are freed. And now uh, in Judges chapter 5 is this song uh, of praise to the Lord. And we're going to just look at a couple of things to it really quickly. We don't have time to uh, look at the whole thing tonight. I'm aware of the time, and I'm also aware that I promised you that I'd let you rest. All right. So, uh, But we're going to just highlight some things. Let's start at verse 1, and uh, after we read that, we'll pray and get started. Uh, Then sang Deborah and Barak the son of Abinoam, on that day, saying, Praise ye the Lord for the avenging of Israel. Let's pray. Father, we ask that you would help us tonight to praise you for the wonderful things that you've done in our lives, in our church, in our ministry, for the souls that were saved, for the the blessings of the choir songs and the reminder of the messages, and pray that you would uh, just tonight draw our hearts to you in praise, that we would lift you up, that we would honor you and glorify you in our lives in a very special way as you've given individual victories uh, to those uh, throughout the congregation tonight as well, that you would just uh, encourage all of us to uh, come back to you uh, and honor you for the victories that come our way. And Father, we'll thank and praise you in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We are in an instant society, you know. Uh, I was standing there this morning. Miss uh, <laughs> Miss Faith is, you know, we're having this conversation because uh, I had, you know, I was cooking breakfast for everybody, and I had had gravy, and I was just trying to keep it hot in the oven. And I, I really needed to get it a little hotter, and so I put it in the microwave for two minutes. And when you're standing there staring at a microwave, two minutes is like forever, right? And so we're having this conversation about how impatient we are. No, I'm just, it wasn't that bad, but you know, it is that kind of thing. We live in an instant society. We live in a society where uh, it is very fast-paced, and it's hard to. You know, it's, you know, when somebody says, hey, what'd you do last week? It's hard to think. What did I do last week? I mean, there was so much cluttering it up. Uh, I, I, I could really honestly wish that we could go back to, you know, a uh, little house on the prairie in so many ways and just slow life down. Now, unfortunately, as I say that, I'm recognizing that I don't want to get rid of running water and all of the wonderful benefits that come with that and heat and air conditioning. And so uh, that's the problem, right? With that technology comes all of the trappings that uh, are with it. Uh, but what happens is somebody is texting me in the middle of church. Dennis Hazelwood knows we are here, right? But he's, uh, so when somebody texts me in church, I just like to pay attention. Listen to what it says. This morning in uh, the, in the uh, sunrise service, they had to leave because the baby was having some problems. And uh, so he's given me all the information. The baby was, had been born, it looks like. Ramon uh, Jr., Baby is doing great. Um, don't have a height and weight yet. By the way, he says, it's a boy. <laughs> Lest you think Ramon Jr. might have been a girl. Uh, but anyway, so I'll turn the dinger off so we quit that. All right. So um, I guess the, uh, the delivery went fine. They were, there was an emergency delivery this morning, so they were concerned about that. Um, but we get busy about this, and if we're not careful... What happens is because we just go from one event to the next and we don't have time to stop and breathe, that when God is doing a work, we forget to do what is shown to us right here. When God brings that victory, when God answers that prayer, 
when God is doing a work in our families, in our church, we need to stop and take time. Do not get so busy. Do not get so impatient with the instant of society that we forget to stop and praise the Lord. And so we're going to just see an example of that kind of praise right here. It says, praise ye the Lord for the avenging of Israel. Now, the rest of this chapter, by the way, is going to be Deborah and Barak, and it is important. God puts them in that order on purpose because God said in the earlier chapter, because Barak was unwilling to man up, God said, you're going to get a victory, but you're not going to be given you know, great credit for that victory. And God uses Deborah. So Deborah and Barak uh, begin to praise, but it's important. What they do is they stop and they kind of dissect it. They stop and say, okay, let's look at everything that God has done. Because all too often, even when we do stop and praise the Lord, it's like this lump. God, thank you for blessing us. Really? Is that really a, a good way for us to show an example to our children of how to praise the Lord? Could you, by the way, stop and begin to think for the last week of all of the ways that God has blessed us. And I would challenge you that if we did that, we would still be here tomorrow night sitting here because God has done so much, but we fail too often. I mean, there's an entire chapter here written to the praise of this one event that God did to bring victory to Israel, how that they begin to just dissect and show that God did this and this and this and this, and, and they begin to really look at it carefully. And I want us to stop for a minute. We've given testimony, and I praise the Lord for it. We've had some great testimonies of people who have stopped to say, I want to think this through. What did God actually do? And that's what I would like for you to begin to think about tonight. As God has done things in all of our lives and brought us to victory, and I know that there's times in which we're still in the middle of the battle, and it's hard to find that praise, even though there's reason for praise in the middle of the battle, but it's hard to find it sometimes. But boy, when God does bring the battle to a close and victory has been you know, found, and there we are standing, let's not just rush into the next event so quickly that we forget to stop and take time to praise the Lord. Uh, we have, on occasion here, it doesn't happen often, but we have on occasion opened up for testimonies and not preached because there's so much testimony taking place. Uh, you know, we, we allow the Spirit of God to, to be the one to determine that, but you know, there is nothing wrong with giving dedicated time of praise to the Lord. So uh, we're just going to kind of look through some of the things uh, that they praise the Lord for and, um, and that were kind of unique. Go down to verse 12. Awake, awake, Deborah, awake, awake, utter a song, arise, Barak. And look at this phrase, because you've heard this phrase before. Lead thy captivity captive. Do you remember where you've heard that phrase before? It's used two other times in the Bible. It's used in Psalms, and it's used in Ephesians. In reference both those times to the Messiah, to the ministry of the Savior, of how he releases those who are captive in sin and captivates us into righteousness, leading captivity captive. He frees us from the bondage of sin and brings us into this wonderful place of righteousness where we are now secure in him. Eternal security given to us. 
leading captivity captive, and that wonderful phrase is used there as uh, this ministry that uh, Deborah and Barak are doing here. So I, I bring that up just because, um, you know, it's uh, an interesting use of words that's been there before. Go down, if you would, please, to verse 20. And let's start at verse 19. The kings came and fought, then fought the kings of Canaan in uh, Ter- yeah, Teonic uh, by the waters of Megiddo. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention this morning. Um, you're going to just crack up when I tell you this, but I almost said ter- I almost said Terronic instead of that. And it reminded me of Joe and Tara. Did, I, did you all catch that Joe and Tara are going to have a little girl come October? So those of you who remember Joe and Tara, yeah, so congratulations to them. And uh, so that's, uh, he's now pastoring in Ohio, but there you go. Uh, so go back down to verse tw- 19 again. Uh, by the waters of Megiddo, and they took no gain of money. Look, look at what it says in verse 20. They fought from heaven. The stars in their courses fought against Sisera. Now, listen up. If God be for us, everything works to accomplish what God wants done. Do you see this? So when you and I are looking at our problems and saying, Oh no, what am I going to do next? The stars of heaven work to the will of God. I mean, God is not sitting there twiddling or uh, wringing his hands thinking, how am I going to get these folks out of this situation? <laughs> That's not what God's doing. You know, God's, God's not worried about it. So if you and I can learn to trust in the Lord with all our heart and not lean to our own understanding, then we can recognize that God is working all things together, even if he needs to change the pattern of the stars to make it happen. If the tides need to be turned, God can do it and has before. God controls the weather. God controls everything else on this planet, and he has not been taken by surprise by the circumstances that you and I are facing. So, Trust in it. We've we've got to learn to do that. And then when God brings us victory, stop and think it through. I mean, do you realize how many times God is working, if I can use this phrase, behind the scenes? Now, the stars aren't really behind the scenes. We see them fairly clearly, right? But, you know, we don't always understand all that God is doing to work his work. We don't understand all of that. And if we would stop and take time, much like Deborah and, and the Barrack here, we might figure out that there's things happening that we had forgotten to take note of. For instance, all of the things that, uh, you know, like, like what Miss Juanita was sharing about the bus and the, the thing falling against the lady's leg, not once, but twice, so that she would say, okay, I'm going to pick this thing up and carry it out with me. And all the little steps that took place in order for God to answer this one prayer, Right? Because God is capable of making all of that happen. And uh, so I just think that's a a wonderful truth that's uh, kind of in the middle of this phrase chapter. You're going to have to read the rest of the chapter on your own, but uh, we'll just kind of hit those highlights. Go down, if you would, to verse 31. I'll hit the final highlight and let you get out of here. My son is now calling. And um, he is on his way here. That concerns me. Can I answer this? J.D., I'm still preaching. Can I help you? <laughs> Say what? Yes. 
I, don't know, I thought maybe there was a problem. Okay, love you, son. Everybody said hi. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> uh, he, it's 7 o'clock. You know, Dad, you're done at 7 o'clock. Okay, it's 7.01, son. I'm not always that punctual. <laughs> wow, have I spoiled you people. <laughs> it's 7 o'clock. Let's get out of here. Uh, <laughs> He's on his way back from Wisconsin. That's the only reason why I thought, maybe I better answer that. Uh, okay, so anyway. Um, go back to verse 31. We're almost done. I'm going to get you out of here. Down to verse 31. I want to finish it up with this last verse. So let all thine enemies perish, O Lord, but let them that love him be as the sun when he openeth, goeth forth uh, in his might. And look at the last phrase. And the land had rest. 40 years. And boy, when God brings a victory, it's powerful, right? It's not just a victory, but it's a victory of 40 years. Earlier, we saw a victory of 80 years. And this is what God does. So stop, take the time as a family, take the time as an individual, as a church. Let's stop and take the time when God brings us a victory like this morning. And there's such a blessing, a sweetness uh, to the service this morning. And three, that trusted Christ as their Savior. Wow. Three souls that, whose lives and eternity is forever changed because God used the ministry of Southeast Baptist Tabernacle. Let's stop and take time to praise God for what he has done. Great victory demands us to offer praise to the Lord. Would you agree? So take time to praise the Lord this week. Father, we do.